<clears throat> I'm going to read um, an extract from uh, John Berger's book, And Our Faces, My Heart, Briefest Photos. And um, <clears throat> it's the one piece in the book which is not actually a poem because it was written in prose. Um, so I suppose one of the things that, that John Berger says in his book is that um, uh, poems, even when narrative, are not like stories. Stories are all about battles of one sort or another which end in victory and defeat, whereas poems cross the battlefield, listening to the cries of the triumphant and fearful, and they bring a kind of peace. In other words, they listen. And I felt, have always felt with this particular uh, feeling is that the word, with, with this particular piece, is that, is that the words are listening. Um, it joins, and the act of listening joins, just as love joins. Love's opposite is separation, and death separates eternally. It's an unbridgeable gap that we constantly yearn to close as we pledge to love eternally. Uh, my father was a, um, an archaeologist, but he thought of himself very much as a scientist. He knew about bridging gaps. There were bones he dug which were more fragile than the earth that surrounded them. Shards of flint were reassembled to reveal the hands that napped them. He uncovered, analyzed, reassembled artifacts, suggesting conjunctions that revealed a truth about our past and joined us with it. And this is what Berger does. He, he also joins, but his tools uh, are words. And, and, and in this exquisite book, he uses the tools, I think, to dig like an archaeologist and distill like a chemist or theorize like a cosmologist and uh, joins the fragments he uncovers with an eye as sure as an astronomer and a hand as gentle as a carpenter. In this poem written in prose, he does something extraordinary. He joins love and for me, he joins it with his enemy, separation. He constructs a promise, uh, a promise that is perhaps indistingu indistinguishable from the promise of poetry itself, a promise, as Berger puts it, that language has acknowledged, has given shelter to the experience which demanded, which cried out. What reconciles me to my own death more than anything else is the image of a place. A place where your bones and mine are buried, thrown, uncovered, together. They're strewn there pell-mell. One of your ribs leans against my skull. A metacarpal of my left hand lies inside your pelvis. Against my broken ribs, your breast like a flower. The hundred bones of our feet are scattered like gravel. It is strange that this image of our proximity concerning as it does, mere phosphate of calcium should bestow a sense of peace. Yet it does. With you, 
I can imagine a place where to be phosphate of calcium is enough. <laughs> 